New Mexico State going on to the tournament. Just a phenomenal game. What college basketball is all about. I'm Mark Madsen, head coach, Utah Valley University. And this is the road to Whack Vegas. road to Wack Vegas. Excited to have our very first guest of the season on, and that is the head coach of the men's basketball team at Utah Valley, Mark Madsen. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great, Rachel. Thank you for asking. I hope I hope you and the Wack team had a, had a great holiday. We're doing well. We, you know, every, everyone in the Wack has been through quarantines, experienced game cancellations, and we're doing the best the best we can. We're, we're excited to have um, a week of practice this week with most of our players, and so we're uh, that, that, that's exciting news and. Uh, you know, obviously conference play starts. And so I think all the member teams are excited about that. Let's talk a little bit about those cancellations. How hard has it been not having to play consistent games and having to bounce back after those? It's tough because a lot of times you get the word that there's going to be no game, maybe 24 to 48 hours before the game. And it's either, it's either a positive or an exposure to a positive in your own program or, or another program. And so when the cancellation happens or the postponement, there's a there's a letdown, but then you just go into scramble mode. I got to get a game. We we have to play a game, and you just basically, you and the whole staff, kind of work, the phones almost nonstop, to, trying to find someone that also has an opening in their schedule. How have you felt that the players have dealt with this? Of you know knowing that they could possibly play a game, but at the exact same time knowing there's a possibility that they can't. I think it's hard with the uncertainty. Uh, you know, we lost, we had three games, three cancellations right around Christmas time. And we, we brought the players back December 27th with no game on the schedule until conference started. And, and understandably, some of the players, you know, a couple of the players just thought, if we don't have a game, you know, why are we coming back to 27th? Well, the answer is because we need to put work in. But we ended up getting a game against Weber State or a really good Weber State team um, a few days later. And so that's what this season is. It's it's last minute games, it's it's last minute prep. But that's that's for every team, and it's it's tough. But at the same time, it's it's exciting because, you know, in in tournament play, whether it's the WAC tournament, the NCAA, or the NIT, it's there are quick turnarounds there also. In each state, it's totally different as for COVID guidelines. So, what's the expectation for your players when they're not on the court? Well, number one, mask up, you know, wearing of the mask is, is important. It's, it's our policy here in the program, it's government policy. And so wearing the mask wherever you go is extremely important. And then, and then secondly, be careful. You know, there, there are people having huge gatherings out there which are ill-advised. Um, in some states it's illegal. And so we really tell our players to be smart, obviously, we, I can't dictate to my players what they're going to do 24 hours a day. People have lives, they have families. Some of the families are local, but what I can say is do not. Oh, looks like we lost you there for a quick second, coach. Can you repeat like the last sentence that you said? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then just in terms of, in terms of the COVID safety uh, away from basketball, uh, we can't tell them what to do 24 hours a day. We can highly encourage it. Um, because look, players have families, players have significant others, um, but we can wholeheartedly 
encourage safety at the highest level and we can mandate it when they're on campus. Well, we're here obviously to talk basketball. We could talk COVID for probably a few minutes, but let's talk some basketball now. You sit at two and five on the season. You've had a couple of really close games, including the one at Wyoming. What would you say is your most complete game as a team? Well, I think that, uh, I think number one, the guys have played really well, probably in all but all, all but one of our seven games, we really had a chance, an opportunity uh, to win it in the last two or three minutes of the game. And so what we've talked about is, is the importance of high-level execution in, in key situations in games. Um, key box outs, uh, valuing each possession and, and taking care of the ball. And then, and then when it's all said and done, um, we need guys to step up and make plays with, 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 good, with good spacing and with good ball movement. And, and in a lot of games we've done that. I'm, I'm very encouraged going into conference with, with the way the guys are playing, the momentum we have. Um, I think we're starting to peak, um, kind of have that, that pre-conference peak as I've watched our practices. And, and again, hopefully we can also be peaking going into the conference tournament. JJ Overton is leading the team in scoring better than 19 points per game. How has he lived up to the expectations that you set for him this season? Well, JJ is a unique talent. JJ can do a lot of different things on the court. Um, he's a two-way player. In, in this day and age of, of Instagram and YouTube, a lot, some guys, you know, kind of get funneled into just being, wanting to be an offensive guy. Um, JJ loves defensive challenges. He has the energy and the stamina to take those on. But then also at the other end, he has a wide variety of um, kind of ways he can attack offensively. He can get to the rim. He can shoot the outside shot. He, he, uh, he gets to the free throw line. Finishes at the rim with, with, with strength and with, with, uh, with aggressiveness. And so... Um, JJ has been playing well. He was out for a little while um, um, as well due to a medical reason, um, COVID. Um, I, I don't think that's, that's non-public at this point, but, but, but he, he's doing very well. And Doss Amak has been a huge name for the Wolverines this season, leading the nation in rebounding as well. What makes him so explosive getting balls off the glass? But Fardas has worked himself into really, really good shape. Uh, physically, he's, he has speed, um, and, and and Fardas, he has a huge heart. He has a huge heart. Fardas is someone can, that can rebound outside of his area. He's an explosive post player, and, and he's a really strong leader. Fardas is is one of our team captains, a lot along with JJ. You mentioned JJ and a few others, but 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 Fardas, hard work defines who Fardas is as a person. Hard work is, is something that he exhibits both off the court and on, and on the court. And, and by the way, he's doing it in the classroom as well. That's what we love to hear. And I had the opportunity to have him on All Access earlier. Well, I guess back in 2020 now. And he has so much strength and you can tell he truly loves the team, but also he loves the conference. So how has that leadership really helped on the court? Well, it's helped on the court because when, when one of your best players, when what we talk about here is the video has to match the audio. So if, if someone say, I'm a great shooter, I, I need more shots. Well, they, they shouldn't be, you know, they need to be shooting, you know, 30, 35, at least 35% from three, probably in the forties. If, if someone says, Hey, I'm a great, I'm a great driver, you know, and I can finish at the rim. Well, when we watch a tape, we should see those things. Well, Fardas is someone who's, whose video matches the audio, meaning, 
he works hard uh, in the weight room on the court. Um, and, and his actions reflect what he's saying. And so that, that gives him a lot of credibility. Another big man that you have on your team is Evan Cole. We talked to him at preview day. How has he lived up to the expectations that you had for him at the beginning of the season? Very well. Evan's, Evan has, has responded to challenges. Um, he played a very good University of Utah team. Evan had 31. Um, Evan was really unstoppable. And, and Evan did, uh, does it in a variety of ways. He can step out and shoot the three. He can put it down. Um, drive to the rim, finish with a dunk. He's got post moves, left block and right, right shoulder and left shoulder. And so I, I, I've been really pleased with Evan in terms of he's also been a guy that when he practices, he, he goes hard. He, he goes hard in practice. That helps elevate the play um, of, of the guys in the program. You'll take on California Baptist this weekend, Friday and Saturday. With the new back-to-back -back schedule, how do you adjust practices? Well, it's, it's similar to uh, what happens at the pro level a lot, Rachel, with the back-to-backs. Um, sometimes in the pros, you might have three or four back-to-backs in, in two, uh, probably three to four weeks. Um, obviously, load management's important. We're not going to go out and kill them on, on Thursday. And, and depth becomes important, which we think we have. Um, and so we're, I think every team, this is new. Um, and this is something that we're, we're prepared for and we're excited for. The Lancers are coming off three big wins back in 2020. What needs to be done to slow their role? Well, the, the Lancers, they have shooting at almost every position. And so, um, you know, de defending, the, they're great shooters. Um, guard, guarding the post, they've got some proficient post players and rollers rolling to the basket. They have a nice balanced attack. They, they do a good job of, of ball movement. And so it's going to be, it's going to be looking at their schemes and, and knowing their schemes and, doing our best to, to break rhythm. Awesome, Coach. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it, and best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much, Rachel. All the best to you in the coming year.